0: to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanou, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hello, thanks for joining me here today. The topic today is calling in angels. That'll be for yourself and for other people. First, I want to say hello to my listeners in Cheyenne, Wyoming. There's a lot of you there. I'm excited. That's a state I haven't been to yet, and it's on my list. I'll get up there. I've heard such things about the beauty there. Um, Thank you for tuning in. I always support supporting the show in this way. It's very appreciated. This is a topic that I've covered in different ways, um, maybe not specifically calling in angels though. So uh, people have been asking me if they can call in angels for other people too. And yes, I do it every single night when I'm done doing uh, healing on people, then I call in extra angels for people who need it. So absolutely you can do that. I, every night I call in angels for myself I call them in for my family, for my friends, and then for my clients, friends and families of theirs who need help, and I'm aware of, then I'm working on that as well. That's why it takes me a while to go to sleep, but that's okay. Um, So you could do this as well. And it doesn't have to be before you go to sleep. It can be whenever it's convenient, just sit in a quiet time for yourself during the day or at night. There's no special time that's Fantastic for angel communications and calling in angels is definitely part of angel communications. It's just a matter of being uninterrupted in a quiet place where you can focus on nothing but your angels. So why do people call in angels? Many reasons. They might be in pain, any kind of pain, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, struggling, uh, they could be deep in fear and anxiety, hopelessness. Um, I'm finding a lot of people dealing with that right now. Um, they could be struggling with relationships. That's certainly always high on the list. Anything that you feel like you are not able to work your way through by yourself, you know you don't have to. I mean, if you've been listening to my show, you know you don't have to. You've got angels with you all the time, every second of your life. Most of the time, they're going to let you figure things out because of free will. We are born. That's one of the concepts of being human is that we will have free will to make decisions. That doesn't mean your angels aren't talking to you and letting you know maybe what you're thinking of doing is not a good idea or yes, it's a good idea. But um, I want to talk today about calling in angels. So how do you do that? Um uh, you ask, you speak out loud. I think it's better to speak out loud and you don't have to name your angels by their name. You can just say angels uh angels. I always say angels and God, angels and God, I'm I'm asking for your help today. I'm struggling with whatever it is and I'm asking for your assistance. And as you know, I've done I've done shows on the the main archangels. And I post about them a lot on social media, particularly on Instagram. I wanted to combine some of that into this episode, though, so you don't have to go looking back to all my posts on Instagram. So um, I want to talk about a couple of things first. I It's been brought to my attention as well that some of my listeners don't know what a diffuser is. And that's okay, because many people don't. I have mine next to me plugged in so that you could see it. It's an electric device, electronic device, that you lift up this cover, and inside of it, it holds water. Now, I know you can't really see the color, and this one happens to change color with a click of a button. And there are oh, thousands of different diffusers out there. I just like this, one; it kind of has a Moroccan look to it. I like that, that Moroccan flair. It's pretty... But what it does when you turn it on, let me show you this because I didn't have it on. I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but there's, you can hear the motor come on and you can see that little stream of steam coming out. That carries the oils in the water because it is a few drops of oil, essential oil mixed with water. And this one I can set for up to eight hours. And I often do if I'm having clients here in person, then I turn it on for the day with specific oils in it. So, You can do that, and I recommend, it doesn't have to be that one, any diffuser. They come in all different price ranges. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at spirituality stores. You can buy them online. However, I'm going to talk about specific oils because there are specific ones for each archangel. And in general, if you want to talk to angels, I would recommend putting in rose oil. It's one of the most expensive oils, so one drop it is really potent one drop of that into your diffuser and let it diffuse for about 10 minutes before you begin so that your room where you're sitting is permeated with the scent but you don't want it to be so permeated you're choking on it it's stinging your eyes so you don't want it right next to you you want it like 5 minute, 5 feet away from you at least so here are the essential oils associated with each major archangel for Ariel, it's jasmine or verbena. For Samuel it's lingling. Ling. For Zadkiel, it's rosemary. Gabriel is bergamot or grapefruit. Raziel is sweet orange rosewood and or rosewood. That's not the same thing. Metatron is lavender. Uriel is clove bud. Jophiel, Jophiel is lemon or lime. Jeremiah is neroli. Ragwell is patchouli or orange. Azrael is cypress. And sandal fawn is rosewood. So this is not talking about your individual angels. This is if you decide that your issue needs the strength of somebody even more powerful in addition to your own angels. So archangels are, again, are there for everybody in the world. They don't belong to one person. They're not on somebody's team. They can be with a person for a while for a specific reason, but they're not on their angelic team as a permanent member. So they're there for anybody. You're never bothering them because they can be with many, many people at the same time. And There are specific reasons why you would call on each angel. Now, I do encourage you to go back and look for those episodes I did for the archangels you're interested in, because it talks specifically about specific topics, specific issues you'd want to call that archangel in for. That's under their rule, under their territory, you might say, things they're in charge of and it can be a good idea. Um, I work with Archangel Michael a lot. I I am fighting the dark in my own way uh, all my life. So yes, I do work with Archangel Michael. I really like Archangel Uriel and Raphael because I do a lot of healing work with people. So those are the ones I tend to work with the most. Sometimes Gabriel, depending on a client's needs. Gabriel's really good for communications. Um, if your third, if sorry, if your throat chakra keeps getting blocked because you're not speaking your truth, Gabriel's a really good archangel to call on. So just some ideas for you. That's not the only thing, though. I mean, there's other things you can do to encourage a strong connection with an archangel when you want to call them in. Um, and some of those things are about crystals and stones that are associated with each archangel. Again, I post this on Instagram, but I'm compiling it here for you. So for Ariel, it would be rose quartz or rhodochrosite. For Samuel, it's bloodstone and fluorite. Zag is lapis lazuli or blue lace agate. Gabriel is citrine. I have that right here because it's really good for creativity. Uh, Raziel is rock crystal. Metatron has three, Labradorite, Kyanite, and Watermelon Tourmaline. Jophiel is Smoky Quartz, one of my favorites, Rutilated Quartz, and Ametrine. Jeremiah is very connected with Amethyst. Ragwell is Amazonite, Aquamarine, and Aqua Ara. And you're going to see a theme here, like the stones of a similar, a same color. Um, Azrael is Orange Calcite, Golden Calcite, or Yellow Calcite. And Uriel is Amber or Tiger's Eye. Oh, that's the thing. I've always had a strong connection to Amber long before I knew that they were connected to any archangel. And Sandalfon is Turquoise, a very popular stone here in the Southwest. So what you can do is you can get the stone or stones associated with the archangels you want to call in, hold them in your hands. And I like to hold them up against my heart in my hand as I'm... Calling in, or they call that invoking an archangel. It just means calling them in. It's just another word for that. And I think it's important always, if you haven't caught on to this yet, you don't ever need to use the words that I use. It's the gist of the idea, it's putting it into your own words and using words that come from your heart that feel comfortable for you and are pertaining to your individual situation. So you could say something like, uh angels and archangels, um, I am struggling with my relationship. I feel like I'm I'm not able to get through to my partner that I need some change in order to have this relationship work. It's gone. I've done everything I can. Now I need your divine intervention. Please intervene on my behalf. That's very important to say though. Please intervene on my behalf and help my partner hear my words and understand my needs and let me understand what I can do to be a better partner for them. I mean, it's never about one person. One person can be a major problem in a relationship, but it's always about what the two are doing. So it's like this dance and it can become really unhealthy and it become eventually toxic. Uh, I deal a lot with women particularly, but I'd be happy to help more men too, who are in toxic relationships. They either want help with it, they want to get out, or they're out and having trouble kind of getting out of that dark night of the soul. Um, I suspect since most of my listeners are female, which is interesting to me, that you can relate to that either now or at some point in your life, or you know somebody in a situation like that. Men can be in that situation too. I do help men as well. So I'm that's just one situation. Another very common one would be people struggling with being disconnected from their adult children. Uh the children have cut them off. Uh, there's a lot of that. It's like an epidemic of that happening from what I'm seeing. It can be that you're struggling with the strong energy, the negative energy. It's very dense of fear, anger, discord, hopelessness that's going on around the world right now. I'm having more and more people come to me feeling that thing I describe in my book, almost like that tsunami of negative energy that's really taking you out. And if it doesn't take you down to your knees, it's wiping them out energetically so they feel like they can't function. Um, that's just another way that it can happen. There's so many reasons, but you don't have to call in the archangels. I, mean, I, I think it's always good to start with your own angels. That's why... I wrote the book I did, Let Your Angels Lead, about connecting with your personal angels because you've got two who are with you every second of your life. Why wouldn't you start with the ones who were assigned to you or volunteered to be with you, as the case may be? That's all they do. They're a, they are there for you whenever you need them. At this point in my life, after seeing, hearing, and feeling my two primary angels my whole life. Uh, I feel and see the other ones too, but I focus mostly on the ones that are with me for life. I feel their presence all the time. I see them. I'm seeing them more and more this week. I it feels like that veil is thinning even more in the last seven days. It's very interesting. Something kind of positive shift in energy. But I talk to them a lot. I talk to them like they live with me because they do. Wherever I go, they go. Same is true for you. Wherever you go, your angels are going. Uh, you can travel. They're traveling with you. When you sleep, they're standing by guarding you, watching over you every step of your life. But again, that free will comes in and people will ask me, why aren't they advising me on this? And i like, did you ask them? No. Well, I thought they'd just know. Yeah. They know when we're struggling and all the other afterlife, everybody in the afterlife knows how we're struggling on the earthly plane right now. They talk about it in readings a lot, but they're watching over us. They're doing what they can from the other side, and there is more they can do than you would maybe think. But as far as our decisions, what we choose to do with our life, that comes down again to free will, which means you get the opportunity to make decisions about your life. And that is a wonderful thing. It does mean you could go awry. You could make mistakes. I've made plenty. I've made huge mistakes. I've made mistakes that darn near took me out. But I learned so much. You know, you have to come to a place, kind of force yourself to start pulling out of the emotions of whatever you're going through and look at it dispassionately from an observer point of view what did i do to contribute to that situation what could i have done differently how could i have handled it differently once i knew i made a mistake what did i learn from this experience and that that is so important because the reason we go through these situations the reason we're given free will is to learn from mistakes as much as we learn from the good choices we make I have mentioned this, I'm going to say it again. I think the biggest mistakes I made and the dark nights of my soul led to my biggest shifts forward personally and spiritually and even professionally. So, but not without me doing some healing and looking at like, why did this happen? What, you know, and, and seeing how I didn't have to walk into that spider's web You know, I saw red flags. Now I know what the red flags are, and trust me, (laughs) I'm super aware of red flags, particularly in relationships, because that's where I've made my biggest mistakes. I'm not alone in this, and I'm not ashamed to tell you. I don't. I'm not perfect. I'm not an angel. I'm a human. I can see here and feel angels, and I'm I am very intuitive, and I can see in here spirit. But I am not perfect. I'm struggling like all of you. I've been doing this a long time. I have been working on myself spiritually since I was 18. And I know I look young, but I'm not. So it's been a long time. And none of this comes quickly. You know, it's part of the journey. And the journey is not about beating ourselves up. So take a look around you. Like what is bothering you in your life the most right now? What is the thing that if you could change, you'd want to work on first? And I'd start with that as far as the issue that you call in your angels and ask for help and it, looking at which archangels to assist you. Um, another thing, if you feel like you're not in touch with your angels yet, let me grab this real quick. It's right next to me. Uh, this is a deck of my. It's the only cards I use, really, unless I'm doing past life reading or reading for children. I have special cards for children that have topics that they would understand, simple and and that it, it pertain to their world. But these are called Angels of Atlantis. I don't know why they're angel oracle cards. I use these for clients, but you can use something like this for yourself. And so you can ask a question of your angels, and then shuffle the cards you know they're they're big and they're heavy oracle cards don't have a lot of words on them and that's to your benefit because you want to really start to build your intuitive ability yourself because that'll help you tune in with your angel's messages so then you fan them out like this and you run your fingers over them and you pull the card that p- appeals to you this one is serenity and it's archangel shamuel at the top so for those of you who are not psychic yet Everybody has intuition, but psychic—you have to means you develop your ability to a high level. There's a little booklet that comes with oracle card sets that you can look up and see Archangel Shamuel. Okay, serenity. So it's from a state of serenity. You always feel the abundance of source, which is God providing for you, as it always will, and. It talks about allow yourself to develop visionary faith in the idea of serenity instead of blindly following the eagle paradigms that led you to challenge. So if you if you can't hear your angels yet, you don't feel like you've got that psychic ability, no problem. Get yourself a deck of cards that appeal to you. It doesn't have to be those. Those, there's no magic in these cards. These are about you tuning into your intuition. And even if you don't think you have it, you do. So you can't choose wrongly. And it, and sometimes I'm guided to pull two cards for a client. So I do. And then I don't pay too much attention to what's on the cards because I don't do card readings, but I would tune into the energy that comes through with that. Like sometimes it really helps tune into another person. So if your struggle is about another person, you might want to start with asking your angels out loud, please help me see clarity in this situation I have at work, pull a card and and then just see what comes to your mind or your heart instantly when you see that card. And if nothing does, I find it helpful to hold the card like this again against your heart and just quiet your mind. Sometimes we're trying too hard to feel something or hear something, experience something. We're fighting our own intuition, and you're also means you're fighting your angelic messages. Because remember, you're going to get them as a thought in your head. And if you are trying to come up with what it, you know, create a meaning for it, you're thinking instead of receiving. You want to just clear your mind. So I recommend getting into a meditative state before you start invoking angels and archangels, before you pull a card. Um, I have, I think it's four guided meditations I've created now videos on YouTube, my YouTube channel, which is my name, Ivory Lanou, and they're for different purposes, but all of them, one of them is connecting with your angels, which would help you so much. It's free. Just look up on my YouTube channel, all of them are short. And I did that for a reason. I want to make it easy for you to listen to them regularly to get the most benefit. In the beginning, I would watch those daily. And I'm saying watch because I put beautiful video for each one that helps pull you in. It helps you let go of thought and relax into the meditation and then pull some cards for yourself with, you know, trying to get answers to your questions Or ask your angels to come in and give you an answer to a message. You can also, before you sleep at night, ask angels to come into your dreams and give you a message. Remember that when you're sleeping, you're at your most receptive state. Meditation is the second best. When your conscious mind is letting go, your subconscious mind is open and it it is on pure receive. That's why so many people get messages and dreams, whether it be symbolic or literal. Um, I have a lot of psychic dreams, and I've actually dreamed about my angels very vividly where I knew they were there multiple times. So it's a good way to receive it. One thing I've noticed over the years is when people are new to this, they tend to tell me, well, I tried it, it didn't work. I'm like, how long did you try it? Well, Once. It's not a once thing. You keep doing it until you get the answer. I I'm, I know most of you don't have my book. That's okay. Um, in the book, I talk about how there was a time when I was in that last relationship and it was very toxic and I knew I needed to get out. But I didn't want to. The light worker part of me, I wanted to help this guy. I know. I know. So... I was asking my angels every night before I went to bed, please give me a clear answer on what I need to do about this relationship. I think seven seven months at least went by, and they were waiting for me to use my free will, but I wasn't willing to give up on him. That's different now. So I had a dream very vivid dream. All my angels were around me. I saw Sir Marius, who's my master guide. I saw Anginus, my guardian angel. I saw all my angels and guides gathered around me and they I was lying on my side of the bed, wearing the pajamas I had on. They were kneeling on the floor, holding my hand. They were They were sitting at the side of the bed on both sides of me with their arms around me, stroking my hand, very soothingly sending this beautiful loving, caring energy into me. And they said, Sir Marius, my master guide said, you have to leave him to save yourself. And he said it with great love. And I started crying in my dream. And when I woke up, I was crying. And I remember it vividly because it wasn't just a dream. It was their direct, clear answer to my question. You keep asking till you get the answer to what you need. So it doesn't matter how long it takes when you get the answer it's very powerful and unmistakable and until you get that you just keep asking how which of these methods you use that is really totally up to you um if you're interested in hearing more on this topic i am going to do a video about the different situations that are pertaining to each of the archangels the 15 major archangels i'll put that over on patreon now remember that patreon is free you can have full access for 7 days see if it's valuable to you you can also join for free and have limited access because i don't want i don't want to bar anybody from getting some value from my patreon site it it has a lot of information on topics i talk about here classes videos articles quizzes all kinds of in- so i give away free readings I do all kinds of things over there. So um, it's a fun place to be in a great community. Check it out. It's under The Angel Room, same as this show. I also want to let you know that I have released the second edition of my book, Let Your Angels Lead. You're going to notice a new cover on it. It has been rewritten, expanded. Um, I had a very bad publishing experience. So I just redid it, took all the mistakes they put in it. It's a much more beautiful book. And it's not double-spaced anymore, and I've expanded a lot of the information in there. Feedback I'd had from people who said, oh, it would have been nice if you did this or explained this better, or and I did. So if you see that, that's what's going on. Tune in next Sunday, my guest, very special guest, Chrissy May, she is a renowned health and wellness expert. Uh, she's the one I'm going to be doing a retreat with this, this Saturday in Sedona. Um, her topic is allowing old programming to die in order to be born again. And we're not talking about born again in a religious sense, but to be the new person you want to be your best. So tune in that's, it's going to be a great interview. I'm excited about this. In the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. So...